2: Stock show for your drive home. I'm not rooting
3: for the individual. I mean, I'd love to see these young rookies shine out. I'd love to see Algier win the job, too. But it sounds like they're going to go with the veterans. And, look, we don't want to get Cordell, Cordell Patterson not running the football. He was the one good thing we had running the football last year. But He yeah. could compliment
2: it. Well, listen, th- th- there's enough balls to go around. <laughs> there just is. You're just saying this team has balls. <laughs> there's, just, there's enough balls to go around. This is Dukes and Bell. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Deadline has come and Mm. gone. The Giants get their deal done with Daniel Jones. How many years? Four. That's smart. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Ravens don't get a deal done with Lamar. Now, you talk about coming down to the end. Literally, this gets done and announced. Four years, $160 million for Daniel Jones. Now, if you're going to say, oh, that sounds like a lot of money, understand, the reports where he was asking for 45 or more, which is ridiculous. So he has $35 million in, in incentives, Mike. This is where I think the Lamar contract, and I'm not talking about overall guaranteed. I'm talking about how do you get to the number? Let's add some incentives, right? And I, I think this is going to be a big part of whoever and wherever he ends up, whether it's, you know, um, here or somewhere else. But let me say this about what Bo was talking about, about paying guys down the road, because I think it's important. And the Falcons are not franchise tagging Caleb McGarry. Good. Okay? We are not franchise tagging Caleb Mm. McGarry. So that is also coming down. Do you worry about the new car that you don't have and how you're going to pay the car note? Do you? Do you sit at home and go, man, I get that new car. I know it's going to be expensive. How am I going to do that? I'm the the wrong guy to ask in that department. I, I get your idea. You're right. You are. But most of us. Don't worry about things that are not in front of us. And what I'm telling you is for the Falcons, if we're worried about all these guys that we have to pay down the road, we'll worry about it when we get down the road. Most of you are not thinking six months from now what's in front of you and what bills are going to hit. Let's be honest. So the Falcons are no different. I can't worry about what I'm going to pay Kyle Pitts in two seasons, Mike, when we're not there yet. I've got to let this play out. And I think that's important when you start talking about All these things that could happen. All I'm worried about right now, Atlanta, is give me the best damn team we can put on the field for 2023, 2024. That's it. That's all I care about. Through free agency, through the draft, and retaining some of our own guys like we did with Zoe today. The Caleb McGarry thing tells me the Falcons feel like Mike, like we do. That yeah. that he's not going to be worth the franchise tag, and therefore we're not going to overpay for him. And if he wants to make a deal, and we can make a deal, great. But I think they did the right thing here. Now there's been some stuff out there about you know where's
3: McGarry let line up. You got the Forty ers tackle. He's probably like the fourth best tackle. so yeah, let someone else overpay because every time you and I have that conversation, we literally have to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Would you tag him or not? And if I going to take that much time to think about it, well, he passed blocks well. He doesn't really. I mean, he run blocks well. Didn't really pass block well. Why am I give him $70 million or whatever, whatever it turns out to be and maybe more for another team? So that means you got to get one somewhere else. You may have to go get someone better in free agency, or you may just commit a high draft pick to it in, the, uh, in this year's draft. But it's, it's just, I, I, I never felt good about spending that big money on I mean, McGarry. The other thing is, let me throw this at you about Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson going to find? that the room is a bit lukewarm on him around the league, especially when the owners do never, ever, ever want to get into the kind of guaranteed money that Haslam gave to Sean Watson. Players Association has been pushing Lamar to go for the most guaranteed, get it all guaranteed. Do you think we're going to see some collusion? I'm not putting the Falcons in that boat. Yeah. Because we may believe in Ritter and Arthur Smith thinks smooth and slow and steady wins the race and we'll just build the trenches and we'll do it through the draft and we'll be smart about it. There are more than one ways to get to the Super Bowl. There is a risk involved with Lamar Jackson. But do you think some owners are going to sit there and everyone's going to just give them the Heisman, the teams that need a quarterback, because of the, how this how contentious this thing has got and how it could really re- change the way NFL contracts continue to be made for the high-paid players like Deshaun
2: Watson? I do. And I also think, Mike, if there's any, any position in, in the NFL, in, in pro football, that is going to get guaranteed money moving forward, it's this position. I'm talking about quarterbacks. It's just the nature of it. All the rules are based around not hurting the quarterback. All the rules are based around offense, moving the football, and more importantly, points scored. Mm -hmm. This is the one position, Mike, that I think if we start moving towards that direction, and it's scary to owners because owners realize if you start moving in this direction, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden your star wide receiver, Cheetah, wants $30 million. Oh, wait, he got that. And then your left tackle, who protects your quarterback, all of a sudden, well, now I want $25 or $30 million. You're going to see these guys start saying, why not me? Right. And I think that's the fear. Um, the system is not broken, but I do think there is an evolution that's going on with it, mm. and it's not anybody's fault. I don't blame Deshaun Watson. Always ask and right. see if they'll, give, if they'll give it to you. He asked. They gave it to him. Don't be mad at Deshaun, but when other guys start asking for it, you can't be mad at them because it's already been given by right. somebody in your group. I know we got to get to the dog report. We'll talk about the dogs, and maybe the Falcons actually draft the dog
3: really high this year. The thing is, though, it's like I, I keep coming back to it. Had Ritter gone again, and this goes back to Arthur Smith, the only reason we kept alive this dream of winning the division is the Bucs were so mediocre this year. That's yep. unfortunately what kind of perpetuated Roland Mariota out there to the point when you and I were up there in Charlotte in the rain, going, "What the did we just see?" You just wish we had gone to Ritter sooner, so then maybe I wouldn't be so excited about Lamar Jackson. Maybe Ritter would have given me some. And he look, he played he played solid, if not spectacular. I do think there were some, there were parameters that were involved, Carl. B because of the protections, and they didn't have all the receivers doing his thing. But it's just you wish he would had a little bit of that magic, like some guys mentioned earlier about how what uh, Jalen Hurts looked like when you first saw him in an Eagles uniform. I agree. And we just didn't get enough of that. To that I, I would imagine right now you did a straw
2: poll of our fan base. I think it would be 60-40 for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, No, I, I, I don't disagree, Mike. I, I, I think people are fearful because we've been in such a dreadful place. But we can't be scared. We can't be scared. Like, if we're ever going to move the needle forward and take the next step and become a legitimate Super Bowl contender, our front office can't be scared. They weren't scared last year when we were talking to Sean Watson. Right. So, I just – I don't know what it is about this particular situation that everybody's freaking out about. Talk to him. See what the deal is. Mm. See if you want it. If you don't, fine. Fine. I, I, I test the waters. You did it with others.
3: I don't see why you wouldn't do it here. The only thing with Lamar Jackson is, you know, the performance has gone down a bit. We've talked about not having the playmakers. We've talked about, you know, remember Greg Roman was his OC. When he won the MVP, was his OC until he just got fired. Munkin was going to be his OC. But he's gone backwards a little bit, and he, then he missed a bunch of games. You know, he's missed a couple of games last year, missed a bunch of games this year down the stretch. And whether you felt, Carl, part of that was the entanglement with the contract. Right. That's why he said if he was 75%, he wasn't going to give it a go. I just that's that's the only argument that I would make against it is I give, him, give a guy guaranteed money who's missed a bunch of games the last two seasons. That's the concern.
2: All right, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 the game. Let's talk some dogs Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. Lots going on in the NFL. What's going on in college football? Well everybody's talking about how many dogs exceeded expectations at the combine and really that's what this is about right i mean we knew guys were good and then you go there and you show out and all of a sudden mike we're going to see the dogs dominate the draft again how many guys are they going to put in this year's draft i don't know 12 guys are at the combine i don't know if all 12 get drafted but I'd be silly to think that, Mike, half of those guys won't be. Are you willing to tell me seven or eight of those guys are not going to be drafted in the NFL? No, man, We, you know the guys that are going to be out there. I mean, Keely Ringo's kind of secured where he's going to go. Don't forget,
3: these guys can double down on their performances. Kenny Mack wants to run a better 40 when it comes to the Georgia Pro Day. He'll have his chance coming up later in the month. Stetson Bennett is projected right now for my old hair helmet. Mel Kuiper is a fourth-round pick. Right. You know, Robert Beale is going to go high. We already talked about Nolan Smith. And obviously, you know, whatever you think is going to happen with, uh, you know, I, I think it, I'm going to say at least, at
2: least 10. How about that? 10 get drafted this year. Boy, that's a lot. I mean, that, you're doing something right. And we know they are because they're winning championships. That is what it's all about. And Jalen Carter is going to go in the first round.
3: I can't believe – and if Jalen – this goes back to it. If Jalen Carter's there at eight how, and we have our eighth pick, how do you not
2: take that? No, I'm taking him. I mean, I, I just – again, until Bo's thing about Nolan Smith. If they're both there and you're telling me i got a choice, that's a tough choice. But I don't know if you go wrong. Like, there's no wrong answer. That's one of those test questions that you – both, A and Hmm. B is right, right? If you go Nolan Smith or if you go uh, Jalen Carter. Here's the deal, too, Mike, uh, as we're talking about just college football. This came out yesterday. We didn't mention it. But Sarkeesian, Steve Sarkeesian at Texas, talks about Arch Manning. We know the lineage, right? We know the family history. He says uh, Quinn Ewers is going to battle Arch Manning for the quarterback spot. Nobody has the job going into spring. It will be an open competition. Before you know, obviously the Arch Bandit
3: created such an unbelievable interest around the country. Yours was one of those guys. Yep. He was I mean, he was the number one quarterback in the country. Uh, he did. By the way, cut his hair, Carl. If you feel he's getting serious about this, oh, and the mullet's gone. I, I saw that. But this is a dude who, you know, he's made some tremendous like, he, – He's got his natural athlete, and I think Arch Manning. Remember Peyton eventually works his way in. I think it's a smart thing. Don't 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 put extra pressure on Arch Manning. Yeah, you're going to go compete, but I think yours is going to be. I think yours, yours will start the season for
2: Texas. I do too. Um, you know, he got hurt in that Alabama game. I think that was kind of a showcase game where people mm. saw him play. Alabama ends up winning a game. Bryce Young, you know, they came back. It was a crazy game. But the point is, they've got two guys now. And is is going to get – he's going to be the guy. He'll be there yeah. three years. He'll enjoy, you know, this time at Texas and all of that. But, yeah, Mike, that is an open competition. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. we got plenty more to talk about. All right, if you're just tuning in, we're going to get you caught up on all of the franchise tag information mm-hmm. Cowboys franchise tag. Their running back. The Raiders did the same. So so Pollard gets tagged. Yeah, the Jags did it with Evan Ingram. He's from here. Um, We knew about Deron Payne, but all of this stuff kind of playing out today as today was the deadline to get deals done, and that has happened. So we're going to get you caught up on all of that here. And also, the Daniel Jones deal. Um, I'm not sure about the per-year average, Bo. I'm not sure if you've seen that with the four-years 160, but – the offer originally from the Giants was between thirty-five and thirty-nine million per. Is Which what it was. Actually, it's pretty a fair. It's a
3: really fair offer, and then they go tag Saquon Barkley because you can't give Daniel Jones that Luke. He ain't going to do the job without
2: Saquon Barkley toting the rock. Yeah. So we'll get into all of that, man. Stay right there, and we'll talk about Caleb McGarry as well. It's Duke's and Bell.
1: Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: It is a busy day on Dukes and Bell. It's always fun when rumors are flying about free agency or at least trying to make a trade. Who's getting tagged? Who's not getting tagged? We've spoken for months about Lamar Jackson for obvious reasons, because there's uh, certainly going to be an interest for a lot of the fan base, me included, and there's risks involved. And then especially when you go back to last year, when whoever was driving the bus on this, we thought it was Arthur Blank. I don't meddle. Maybe it was Fontenot. Whoever it was, the uh, Falcons kind of came off with egg on their face because you didn't come close to getting Deshaun Watson. The Browns came heavy. It's a poker game. <sighs> the uh, you had a short stack. You couldn't match those chips, and now you get another situation where a quarterback's out there, a guy that would be transformative to get people fired up in this town, and certainly it's going to get people's tongues wagging. Now, full disclosure: the Falcons have reached out to many of their media minions, Carl, to say no way, Jose. There are many people in the media that have relationships with the Falcons, and if they want to get the word out to squash this, to smother this Lamar Jackson trade in the cradle, they are at work right now around Atlanta.
2: Guys, we don't know if this is ever going to happen. It could. But for us to ignore the fact that this non-exclusive franchise tag has been placed on him, which means he can negotiate with any other teams and the Ravens have a chance to match. And by the way, why would they match? You've had 25 months to get this deal done. Bo and I were just in the hallway talking, and Bo brings up a great point. He's like, Duke, something's wrong here. I don't know. I'm not in the Ravens' building. He's right. I, there's something fishy about all of this if you truly believe in a guy. I said this to earlier on the show, Mike. When Matt Ryan – okay, forget about what you think about him. When he had contract situations, it was done because the franchise wholeheartedly believed in him, and there were no questions. We took care of him twice that I can remember where it was like, deal done, deal done. Mm. And when you have a situation where you're telling me you've worked on a deal for two years, think about your job. If your job said, we're going to get something done, and two years later, nothing was done, you'd be like, these dudes don't want me. They don't want me. That's what I think is going on with Lamar, and so I'm with both. Something fishy is weird, but guys, you got to look at this.
3: And I get it. We're getting all the same text from the same guys, and we appreciate your input. And, again, we're getting a lot of folks followers us today on YouTube. You can watch the show, Dukes and Bell, 929ATL YouTube. Check us out on Twitch as well. And Jason doing a great job pushing a button, so we're on TV too. But a lot of guys are saying, we finally have this cap space. Why would I want to commit guaranteed money to a guy who's missed a bunch of games? And, look, that, that's a legitimate argument. But the other side of this equation is we're dead in the water. We haven't been in the playoffs in five years. And I, I think that uh, Lamar Jackson makes us a better football team. And Squid Billy brought up the point. All these good players that we've drafted that you're going to want to retain, you want, you might not be able to do that, and that is the risky aspect to this equation. You you can only hope that the uh, you know the economy stays robust and or, or, or doing whatever it does with the NFL to allow the salary cap to keep going up the way it has.
2: All right, Mike, let's talk about these deals that are done. What we know right now: franchise tag uh, four o'clock was the deadline. So obviously, Lamar non-exclusive tag. Daniel Jones gets a four-year, hundred and sixty million dollar deal. It's got incentives. Uh, uh, $35 million uh, available in incentives. So this deal ultimately could get up to, what, 190 195 ultimately for Daniel Jones. The good news for the Giants is they get to keep their quarterback, Short-term deal, Mike. I like this four years for the Giants, and it's not about being a Giants fan. This is just smart GMs, right? Being no. a Joe Shane's done a good job The here. guys put two decent seasons together. You finally went to the playoffs
3: with the Giants. You've been in the weeds for years since Eli left. So you finally got a good season. But, again, it's to me, he's tied at the hip to Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley takes pressure off him. They don't have a great offensive line. They're going to try to address that. They traded all their wide receivers. Let's be honest. And this guy still found a way to get him into playoffs. But – he's not the kind of guy that deserves the big-time money that Joe Burrow's going to get or
2: anything like that. So this is one of those where they kind of split the baby and it makes sense. I I do agree. All right, so Giants are done. Um, Other guys, Cowboys franchise tag Tony Pollard, okay? Raiders did it with Josh Jacobs. The Jags, Evan Ingram. And then the Commanders did it with Deron Payne. Now, when you start talking about free agents that are out there, and these are guys that Mike and I have been talking about, um, whether we're going to be interested or not or whether those rumors will get squashed as well, Mike, Mm Here's what we know. Jesse Bates is out there if you want to go get him. Javon Hargrave, Mm -hmm. we've talked about. Um, There are a bunch of defensive pieces if you want to try to add to our defense that maybe you spend this money, Mike. Maybe that's where you allocate this money is on defense. And Caleb McGarry, guys, does not get the franchise tag, which means Caleb McGarry is going to be a free agent.
3: We've debated it for all the reasons that you should debate it. I mean, he's a good run. He's a physical guy that can blow guys off the line. But when he gets backwards, man, he's on roller skates. And you've seen him be a liability at times in pass protection. But because it's such a thin offensive tackle free agency class, he's going to get paid somewhere. And who knows, or Carl, or maybe he tests the water and it's lukewarm for Caleb McGarry and we can get him for 75 cents on the dollar for what he was expecting to get. Sure. I mean, that's not the worst case scenario either. I just want to overspend on the dude.
2: No. Can I also bring up something else real quick about the Falcons and, and this whole Lamar thing? Sure. You don't want your current quarterback to know you're shopping, do you?
3: Well, I mean, he's only got, with all due respect to Desmond Ritter, four games is hardly to say he's my quarterback.
2: Like, it's locked and carved in stone. I totally agree. But if you have confidence in him and you've told him moving forward this is your job, you don't want to publicly be shopping, do you? No. No, that's a good point. I'm just saying, for everybody that's hitting me up going, you, you, you done with this now? Nope. It's all poker.
3: No, it's it, guys, you say one thing, you do another. We we were not in the Deshaun Watson thing for basically three or four weeks and all of a sudden boom. Well remember Falcons how we were, guys were hitting Deshaun us. Up, we were crazy to even be talking about right. it. Right. And then somewhere in the organization, I still think Arthur Blank was driving the bus as I said to start this segment, but they, they got in there, they didn't have enough uh you know loot to go in and piss in the weeds with the tall with the big dogs. You gotta, sorry, I gotta tweet that I gotta dump that I cussed there. But uh, the idea was <laughs> you didn't have enough cash to piddle in the tall grass with the big dogs. Get off the porch. <laughs> so, it's a good job there, by the way. It's just, it's, I, I, look, I get it. I'm trying to preach financial responsibility, which, as you guys know, yeah, is coming very, you? very difficult coming for me to actually damn near impossible. How do you not get excited about the idea of Lamar Jackson? That's the thing. If you want to say, and here's one from George. He hits this up and he says, if the Falcons get Jackson, he provides six to seven incredible record-setting performances a season. However. However. Backup quarterback who starts the other ten or eleven games will not <laughs> forget Jackson. <laughs> go get pass rushers. Which again, you there there are some there's a lot of arguments. There's a million ways, Carl, to build a Super Bowl team right now in the NFL. Yeah, but you still need a you still need a quarterback. Right we talking about my quarterback. But this is why back in August I said I don't want Mariota because I know what his ceiling is. We hit his ceiling. He's a bum. Then he quit. And in the meantime, we didn't get enough of Ritter. And we, had, like, because the Buccaneers were so crappy, that that damn chance to win the division kept, mm. kept us putting Mariota out there. We could have at least sold the rest of the fan base. Yes, Ritter is the guy. And here's some really good performances, but we
2: never got a chance. We got some good effort. Yeah. Solid. Not spectacular. Yeah. And let me tell you guys another secret, and then I'm done with this. Not really. You're not going to hear Arthur Smith come out and go, we're not shopping for anybody. Because you don't do that before the draft. And you're not going to hear our general manager come out and say, this is absolutely not happening. Because you don't do that before the draft. So just understand, this is where we're at. It's out there in the ether. It's something that people are going to be talking about. Whether you want Mike and I to be talking about it, or you're frustrated with us and even we're teasing you with this, and you shouldn't be dangling this in front of our faces. I'm not. But this is how business is done in the NFL. And now that we've gotten past this franchise tag, now the next date will be mid-March the 15th when free agency starts. And we're going to be starting that. And guys. You're going to be hearing all kinds of stuff because teams can start negotiating deals, you know, uh, 24 hours before, Mike, right. midnight, and you'll hear people were showing up at guys' the houses. The legal tampering yeah, period, right? And and a lot of stuff will be true and a lot of it won't be. But nobody in their right mind in any of these teams, including ours, mm-hmm. is going to come out and go, we're absolutely not doing that. But on the flip side, and as I said on
3: Twitter, I've been a Falcon fan since I moved here in the summer of 1998. I've got 25, it will be my 25 years now as a Falcon season ticket holder. I've got what I wanted twice. I wanted Mike Vick. Of course, they went and did that. Surprised everybody. Yeah, they it did. It was earth shattering to move up from five to do that. Never forget when the word, word dropped. It was electric. And then you and I begged for Alex Mack halfway through the twenty fifteen season, and they went and got us Alex Mack, and we went to the Super Bowl the next year. Yep. Never ever got what I wanted in the first round. Never ever got what I really wanted in free agency.
2: Where's so, one other guy, Mike? Bo just reminded me. We did want Vic Beasley. We did. We did want. We Vic did Beasley. want Vic on draft it, it night. Fit. Yes. It fit. Yes, fit. And the argument at the time was Vic Beasley or Todd Gurley.
3: And we didn't need Todd Gurley at the time because we had Devontae Freeman. That's he right. was looking good. That's right. And Todd Gurley, at the end of the day, Vic Beasley is out of football. Todd Gurley's out of football. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, neither one got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. You know, and, and Gurley was a great guy. We love having him on the show. But, unfortunately, you know, one guy didn't have the heart and one guy didn't have the knee. In this case, i got to be honest with you. I, I get the arguments. I understand it, but I'm just saying this Lamar Jackson thing would be electrifying. It would just it would be something we haven't had. I'm just sick and tired of just no energy at that stadium. Yeah. And unless you want, see, here's the thing. You guys are all telling me no to Lamar Jackson, fiscal responsibility, don't jam up the cap, and you t- so. I hope I see you at the Mercedes Benz because I didn't <laughs> see you the last two freaking years. <laughs> I'll have a beer for you. I'll be in, I'll be you know where I'll be. I'll be at the Miller Lite bar in the yeah. 200 sec. You come have a beer with me. Because I ain't seen you the last
2: two years. You guys who apparently have a Pro Bowl, you uh, one of Pro Bowl accountants, not Pro Bowl football players. R.J. says, "Put him up." C. Dukes, follow Mike at Mike Bell ATL. He says, "Remember when Josh Rosen was told he's our guy, mm. and then the Cardinals coach <laughs> drafted Kyler Murray one year later?" Ah. It's true. It's true. None of these teams, including ours, are going to tell you there's no way we're not doing anything at this point. Mm. Mike, what do we got coming up in Guy Talk? All right, Carl. New sure-fire
3: way to know. If your neighbor is a swinger. What?
2: Stay tuned. It's time for fun. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. It's time for Guy
3: Talk. Yeah. Never mind. It's time for, for Shenanigans. Yeah. 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 Yes! To Brought to you by our Duke's Bell Hayman Ale. It's fun to talk about football rumors and drink an ice-cold hey Man. Go grab one at your neighborhood Publix or your package store. Just real quick for guys who are just getting in their cars. How you doing? Here's what we know, Carl Dukes. Uh, regarding Lamar Jackson, uh, Matt Lombardo, who writes, covers the NFL, he put it out there, the Falcons met with the Ravens in Indy. Then the Falcons tell their media minions that never happened. And uh, Ravens then hit Lamar with the non-exclusive tag. So what that means, guys, a team would give two first-round picks, and that's it. And then you've got to make a deal with Lamar Jackson. And he wants crazy Deshaun Watson-like money. And for those who don't remember, about a year ago, we certainly did more than kick the tires on Deshaun Watson. So that's why, if you feel you guys are like two plus two equals five, no, we're just giving you the facts, you know. And oh my god, sometimes it does. You know, oh my god, sometimes in the NFL, teams say one thing and they do another. Yeah, crazy. So we'll see, man. This it's intriguing to put it that way. No
2: doubt. Uh, but
3: we're but the Fal- basically we we're hearing through the through the grapevine the Falcons saying that no no meeting ever occurred
2: in Indianapolis with the Ravens. Yeah, uh, and and whether that's true or not, again, all of this reporting by the way, who's checking all these folks? Okay, uh, all this reporting that's right. out there. No, I'm just telling you guys, like, like this is the deal with digital, right? There used to be a, ch- a time where people actually got three credible sources, Mike, and you had to be right about what you're reporting. Now, hell, I can put anything out there. Right. So let's not jump the, jump the gun here. But if no meeting happened, and let's assume there wasn't, it still doesn't mean that, that they haven't explored this or that they might not. Right now where we are... Mm. And where we're going to be are two different things. And what I mean by that is where we are now and when free agency happens and who's in on who and how teams maneuver. Right. I- I'm just going to sit back and let it all play out. The thing that I said to Atlanta when we started this conversation, because i got to get to this swinger story because <laughs> I want to hear it. Oh, and you'll hear it. I want to hear it. Was we would be cheating ourselves if we weren't in on the conversation. If he somehow became available. When I said that he was still under contract with the Ravens, he wasn't hadn't been you know franchise tagged right. and non-exclusive we didn't know what was going to happen now that it's played out you've got a chance to at least have this conversation and that's where i've been and if we don't i still say that then i think we're cheating ourselves and some people are like well uh, this is the right call the people might not nah, the people who are saying that, they don't live here. Right. They don't go to these games. Right. They don't know what the environment is when we're down there at Mercedes Benz and we're looking for something to be fired up about. Right. They haven't lived through five freaking seasons of non-playoff football. Hello. So all the people are like, this is the right call. Y'all ain't going to this damn game. These are the same guys who go.
3: You know, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the Braves should actually give Dansby that money. I, I think you know, <laughs> certainly you know Dansby. He's bent over backwards. He's offering like a thirty million dollar hometown discount. But I would not give that money to Dansby. No, you you guys are the guys. I literally want to punch right in the frickin' face because you take in no risk. You're risk averse. You know, I mean, come on. You've got to you got to gotta roll the dice sometimes. And I get it. We we now have a chance. On on one hand. We do the things you're supposed to do, time-honored tradition, we build through the draft, augment the draft through free agency. But we've also got more money than we ever had to spend. And I'm not sure that we're going to go after the guys that Carl and I mentioned. Like, uh, you know, we're talking about Hargrave yep. from the Eagles being be a yep. perfect fit here. We've already re-signed Lorenzo Carter, which I think he's solid, but I think you've got to give him some help and then maybe he'll be the guy to live up to his full potential. But we got to go get some O-line. I love the fact we didn't uh, waste money on McGarry, but we at some point we will spend a little money here on something. And it's I just don't know how you can't be intrigued by Jackson. He comes with risks. He comes with injuries. He comes with crazy money demands. I get all that. But it would be electrifying. We'd have a sold-out house and if we can build this thing around him the right way Way and the, he's willing to work with you. Look, maybe the market settles on Lamar Jackson and he's sitting there a week from now and nobody's made a deal. Sure. Nobody's called. It's that very, could happen that too.
2: Yeah, it's very possible. So, Let's get to the swinger thing. All right.
3: So for years, the old reasoning behind the pineapple thing. You see a pineapple on somebody's front porch. Never
2: heard of it, Mike. Yeah, uh,
3: That was the perception that they are swingers. And if there's kids in the car after school, swingers, those are groups of adults that like to have tickle fights with other groups of adults. They play Twister. That's exactly what they do. But in the old days, I remember the first time I ever was made aware of this phenomenon. Sager, the late Craig Sager, and I were playing golf at Bridge Mill Country Club, and there was, like, a house, and there was a pineapple on the back porch as we were playing on the fairways. They weren't
2: just eating the pineapple?
3: (laughs) He <laughs> goes, pineapple. I go, what does that mean? He goes, oh, they're swingers, man. Those people get it in. So you leave the pineapple out. Is this true? That's correct. So pi- you-, you have a ceramic pineapple. It's like something like a stone oh, pineapple. Oh, it's not it's, a real one. No, no. It's. I mean, maybe you, if, you, if you can't afford a hand, handcrafted ceramic <laughs> pineapple, you can put a real pineapple on your Because I customer. was going to say, or, if I'm in
2: the grocery store yeah, and, like I stone- see a, and I see a lady with the pineapple on her basket. got to be I-
3: upside down. Yeah. Shopping oh. cart and upside that's, down. That's yeah. part
2: two. You see an upside down pineapple oh. in the shopping
3: cart. And the only time I ever saw that was over at the Publix over in Viney's. We were doing a show at Patrick's, <laughs> and I had
2: to go pick up some groceries on the way back home. And I was like, wow. And there was like a, uh, was a couple of flight attendants. I was like, wow, look at this. Now you guys are going to have me in the grocery store looking for upside down pineapple just to say I right. saw it. What, you don't? I never. No. <laughs> I go but, in. I get my stuff. Oh look, oh,
3: look. She's got an upside-down pineapple. But listen to this. See, I'm, I'm, I'm so tardy to the party, because as you, you guys knew, uh, I got married, like, it'll be nine years my wife and I married. I can barely get her to do it with the lights on. She's not going to swing with anybody else. I'm sorry. This Well, is that's going to cost you. Well, that's the facts, Carl. But anyway, the thing is, I'm into landscaping now. Since I don't have sex, I have to do a lot of yard work. And the thing I've learned, Carl, according to some other folks in the neighborhood, if you see pampas grass. So that's the way you... <laughs> Overcompensate? Yes, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be roto tilling. I'll be roto tilling tomorrow to lay my fescue down. This is where my life is gone. This is what I'm left with now. This is what it's become. Battery powered? Yes. No, the it's gas powered. It's, it's my neighbor's squid. Squid. It's, ga, it's gas powered. It's my buddy Kirby Bar. Gas powered roto tilled. So you got a lot of battery powered stuff here. <laughs> yeah. believe me guess my wife could probably use some, too. But anyway, I digress. So we're trying to get this uh, this swinger story. You guys keep interrupting me. I'm sorry. I want to hear it. Go. I'm apparently, just trying to figure out the rules. Apparently, for years, pampas grass is a sign. It looks like, kind of like a cat of nine tails. It's kind of like the fluffy grass. It looks like reeds. And apparently, in some neighborhoods, you plant that in your front yard. That's been associated with swinging. All these signs. Just... Just put a sign out now, front. Now, again, there could be some poor slob in my neighborhood, like, well, Barbara, that pampas sure is growing fine. All of a sudden, some guy shows up in his backyard with no underpants yeah. on. That's, yeah. So I don't want to send the wrong message. But, I, I, I didn't know that either. But that's apparently one of the signs. But here is a definitive thing, and it just went viral on the interweb. If you see a man with a black wedding band and it's on his right ring finger, this is apparently the new code. <laughs> Because I have them. Yes, I know. What is not the proper hand? I'm like, wait a minute. What are you talking not, about? Apparently, the uh, swinging couple spilling on the subtle signs that indicate others participate in the lifestyle. Liv and her husband George uh, opened up their marriage five years ago, and have become experts at spotting fellow swingers. Hmm. Uh, and apparently, one of the things I already mentioned the lawn accoutrements, the
2: pampas crash. It's probably a skill. Well, one of our listeners uh, says a plastic flamingo in your yard. Have you have you heard this? Oh my goodness. What if people just like flamingos? That's what, I, I know, A plastic flamingo in their yards. Uh, <laughs> and, Ed Z says yeah. that.
3: Well, again, just don't show up in their driveway wearing like uh, you know, uh, a nutsack bikini or something. <laughs> Let's at least <laughs> make contact with the people first after you've seen the, the, the flamingo in the front yard. What size a black wedding ring on your right hand? Uh, George declared an interview uh, with the Sun. That's a paper over in the UK. It's a British couple. Without disclosing whether he wears the item in order to pick up swinging women. So if you see somebody with a black ring on his right hand, they could be bananas. They could go crazy. They might want to come to your house and do stuff, and that's up to you. So knock yourself out.
2: I have learned a lot during this segment. Correct. And I am going to the grocery store as soon as the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> you will see a large black man walking around just looking. <laughs> Sir,
3: can I help you?
2: I'm looking and, for pineapples. I am to
3: be some really hot knockout and the pineapple tipped over through no fault
2: of road in the shopping cart. You'll be following her like a like a like a dog. No, I just I had no idea. Bro, I must have seen this and had no idea. I didn't even know about the upside down thing. Yeah, it's
3: been out there for a while. I guess now if you see mm-hmm. the upside down pineapple right. in the shopping cart, you got to follow up with, "Excuse me, ma'am. Do you have pompous grass at home?"
2: <laughs> what about I a, Flamingo in yes. your front yard. I want clarity. And, again, and
3: by the way, if somebody is uh, in their front yard watering their lawn, he's got a black ring in his right hand, a flamingo in the front yard, and a pampas grass, oh, it's a free-for-all. I in agree. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. It's going to be like Playboy after dark. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, a man, a very enterprising man in Southern California. We've seen those T-shirts. That you usually see them in a place like Spencer Gifts. And it's a fake six-pack ab, like a flesh tone T-shirt you could wear at the beach. Yeah. And in some cases, guys will even have like uh, pads you can put on. It, and it makes looks like you six-pack. A dude went and got a tattoo of a six-pack on his stomach, and it looks unbelievable. Really? Now, granted, he's going to have to get a tan for the rest of his body because it's a tanned
2: kind of six-pack tattoo. But a pretty good idea. Now he's just got to, obviously got to maintain a tan all the, all the, all the year. Yeah, Although mine all the would strength. just look like a tattoo over fat, but that would be <laughs> me. I, I don't know why you would do that unless you actually had the real six-pack. Yeah, a guy named uh, Jamie LaCroix, he got the idea
3: from a dude named Gunther, who uh, is on a website in England called Color Realism Tattoos. And so it started in the U.K. But actually give yourself... Tattoo of a six-pack and go hit the beach. (laughs) That's great. It's got shadowing and depth, so it actually looks Looks 3D. So there you go, if you're into that sort of thing.
2: So there you go, kids. I Uh, hate show-offs at the beach, too, by the way. I know. Those guys are just, you know, they're like walking around, and it's just purposely like, yeah, we know you work out. I get it. Go back
3: to the hotel room and shave your arms. Yeah, 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 (laughs) exactly. Anyway, kids, people live in uh, Bridge Mill Country Club. Again, I, I don't mean to cast a wide... Paint with a, a brush, but I just—that's what I heard back
2: in the day. Okay, maybe it's changed. Yeah, maybe I was they're all say, It's back. been a long time, Mike. I mean, you know, things yeah. change. People move. It's not the same neighborhood. It hasn't. I'm sorry. Word on the street is it has. It's not It's the changed. only
3: place I've ever played golf where two topless women were in a pool waving at us from the fairway. Bo,
2: book a tee time, will you? <laughs> <laughs> There's your guy talk. I don't. Know, that's that's on air money, not not producer money for that place. Book book a tee time, Bo. We'll 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 do it. Hey, coming up. We will talk about where the Falcons are. We do not franchise tag Caleb McGarry today. Was it the right decision? Stay right there.
1: (laughs) You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in
0: every journey.